This is Brad Cardwell, and you are listening to the Live on Mission podcast presented by IGO Global. Welcome to the Live on Mission podcast presented by IGO Global. You just heard that from Brad Cardwell. And man, we have a special treat today because this is Shu. I'm the host of the show. My co-host, riding shotgun as usual, is Kai Martin, aka the mayor. But today in the studio for the first time ever on the Live On Mission podcast, Brad Cardwell is in the house. Brad, dude, where you been? Welcome Uh to the show. Yeah, thanks for letting me come and talk about things. Yeah, we finally invited you. And it finally worked out. I, I don't know what took us so long. I know the, I know our audience, all 11 people, have been basically waiting for this. Now, they don't ever say that, and they've not posted about it or anything, but we know they've been waiting for Brad to get on this thing. That's not surprising. Them, not surprising. Not surprising. Not surprised. Many of them haven't even consciously thought that, but deep down... We all the, know what they're feeling. The desire was there. Yeah. As soon as they heard the, the, your voice, Brad, just now, they were like, oh... That's what I've been waiting for. Now, I, the viewership is going up. I bet we'll be at 12th. I tend to put people at ease. You do, yeah. It's, yeah. You're disarming <laughs> in a lot of ways. So uh, on the podcast today, we're, we're, we're kicking off a three-part series. And this three-part series is focused on this thing we call LaunchBox. And I know a lot of our audience, you're familiar with LaunchBox. You know what it is. But there are people that are listening, youth ministers, maybe some students that have just barely heard about it and they're thinking what what in the world is that why do you call it that what what is a week of launch box all about and so kai is one of the roles he plays on our team at igo is he leads launch box he's the launch box director or the really i think czar would be the better title for that the czar of launch box so kai like help us like for the audience that doesn't have any idea what launch box is what what is that thing Sure. So LaunchBox is a mission trip designed for youth groups to engage internationals and refugees right here in Texas. And it's a lot more than a mission trip, but um, that's probably the simplest explanation I can give of it. The name of it often strikes people as odd, which is kind of by design when we were first kind of putting together this idea of what we would do if we created the first LaunchBox. We had two ideas in mind. One, We wanted it to be an event where students not only showed up and did some ministry and kind of checked the box, right? So it's launch box. Don't check the box. Launch it, right? It's not a check box. It's a box you can come and learn how to live on mission and then take what you've learned and launch that into a life on mission. So that's kind of the where the name came from. And we were I remember we were meeting with Steve G about it and we thought, man, is this the sound? It's kind of silly. It's a little hokey, you know. Launchbox sounds like lunchbox. This whole deal, and um, he goes, no, I think it's perfect because it's kind of like you guys. It says we take the work very seriously, but we don't take ourselves seriously at all. Which I think is a uh, that kind of like solidified it for us, right? <laughs> Why we were gonna call it that? I so. wish we had a list of all the things that started out as a joke around here that ended up being <laughs> great, yeah. you know? like yeah. calling them JSIs or calling them <laughs> right. Jimmy or whatever. And then it became like part of who we are. And Launchbox is definitely part of that. It's like, and like 
we even played on it so like when churches register we would send them a, a lunchbox yes with the yeah. lunchbox logo on right there. so just yeah. to add to the confusion is this lunchbox lunchbox what is this and there's another key element to it is it's also it's like too many um too many representations in that one title but it's also kind of it is in a sense a mission trip in a box where mm. We do all the logistics, yeah. we provide the training, we plan everything out where student ministers can just show up, bring their kids, and just engage alongside them. Um, and so this idea of, you know, you don't have to plan your own mission trip, you can just come to ours and engage and kind of have the element of your youth group getting to interact with others who are doing the same ministry and kind of has that campus type feel to it during your mission trip. Yeah, so. almost like a mission camp. Yeah. And I, I love that tagline that you guys developed with that. That Because once you get to LaunchBox and you, you bring your group, you really get to understand this. it's not about checking the box. It's about launching it, and it's about going back home to live that out. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, Brad, uh, in a, a long time ago, in a land far, far away, you were a youth pastor mm. in, a, like, a, a, a local church. And yeah. so, man, who... Who should come? Like, if you're a youth pastor now, who should who should you bring to LaunchBox? Now that we know what it is, and we're going to go deeper in that, but like, who should who should a youth pastor be thinking about bringing to this thing? Well, thank you, Shu. Thanks for asking. Um, let me see if I can explain this to you. Everyone should come to LaunchBox. What What do you mean? Everyone. The whole youth group. Whole group. Whole group. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you're talking about. You're talking about yes. high school students. No, sir. Middle school students. This is for everyone. This is a, an experience where middle school kids can engage, you know, thinking practically you're not far from home. It's four or five days. Um, it's a great way to introduce a student to a mission experience. Okay. So, but mostly like churches in the city, like not small town. N- n- no, everyone can come. Oh, you did say box. everyone. Yeah. yeah, everyone. So uh, any student. Uh, yes. Uh, if they, it, as long as they feel pretty called to missions and they've done some kind of mission trip before, no. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me back let me back up. Hang on. Everyone. Oh, can come to the whole group. Yeah, yeah. And and you'll need adults to come with them. Yeah. And and just about any adult well, can come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are sleeping on the floor. You got to so, be careful with yeah, who you, you bring might, in on the adults. We'll be selective of that. Okay, so. That that is that is the really cool and it's a unique thing. Uh, Igo's been around for twenty two years, and for most of those twenty two years, mm. we just went overseas. And right. We didn't take middle school students overseas, right? right. Like, for obvious reasons. For obvious, for obvious reasons. reasons. <laughs> we tried that once. Nope. <laughs> and um, so this is like this is in Texas, like Kai mm-hmm. said, it's mm-hmm. a mission trip here in Texas, working with refugees, working with internationals, mm. and middle school students can come. It's a great. A great place. There's there's something for everybody yeah. at LaunchBox, and yeah. I know Kai's going to talk about that. And it's a challenge too for your older students, your more mature kids. It's yep. going to be a challenge. So, but yeah, so everyone can come to LaunchBox. I'm glad. Is we, that, are we have I, we been clear on I think that? We got it. I think we got it that time. I think it's clear Good. now. So Kai, as as the czar, like what what does that look like? What is that? Why is LaunchBox so great for any student 
in, like any age in your youth group and any mm-hmm. level of spiritual maturity on their on their journey to become a disciple, anybody can fit here. Yeah, so one of the things we try to do is we establish a variety of ministry opportunities for the students. And so um, the way it works kind of on a scheduling basis is they go out twice a day to do ministry projects, once in the morning and then once again in the afternoon for about two to three hour chunks. And we create a variety of different type of ministry. And so there are some things that we'll do where we'll just go show up and serve in a very physical way. That might be organizing a food pantry or serving at a soup kitchen or something like that. Um, But then there's also a lot of activities where it's more relational. And so in the morning, we're doing a curriculum on evangelism, how to share your faith. And so your older students, hopefully, will really pick up on that and really challenge themselves during those more relational elements like being in apartment complexes that are chock full of refugees. They'll take what they're learning on the evangelism level and begin to learn how to share their faith better, begin to have experience with that. Um, Whereas your middle school students, you know, or or maybe you don't have to break it up in age, maybe just break it up by maturity, right? Mm -hmm. You may have some Mm -hmm. students in your youth group come to this who aren't Christians, and that's fine. Um, they'll get to hear the gospel. We'll have a worship service each night where they'll get to engage in that way. Um, and even someone who's not a believer, again, can show up and serve at a soup kitchen or organize a food pantry and, and really feel like, hey, that was a, you know, that was a fun thing. We got to show up. We got to serve. We got to give of our time to um, someone else's benefit and just have a an experience just very very positive. <laughs> it is very positive, and <laughs> I love that because. You know, sometimes a youth pastor is like, hey, we're all going on this mission trip. We're all going to go spring break. And there's a couple of kids that maybe they haven't professed faith. And that sure. youth pastor knows it. And, and like, we're going we're gonna to preach the word at LaunchBox to mm-hmm. the students that are participating. They're going to hear the gospel. They're going to they're gonna be challenged very specifically to share the gospel. And if they haven't ever embraced it, there's going to be conversations that, that come out of that. And, um, you know, LaunchBox... Is, is a week of really serving, and it's a week of, of pouring yourself out to engage these people that are really, really in need in a lot of ways. But we don't do anything without training at IGO. That's, that's who we are. We're a training organization. We want to train students to live on mission. You've already heard, you know, like we're, we're trying to launch you back to live this out in your hometown. Mm. But um, when we get students together, we want to, we want to train them. And, and so we're not just like, hey, I hope this works for you, but if, you, if we train them well, if we give them solid biblical foundational training, then everything they're experiencing begins to integrate into their life, and then mm-hmm. they can go back home and live that out. And that's, that's a huge part about, of that. And Brad, I know you, one of your roles at LaunchBox has been consistently to help with that training aspect mm-hmm. of it. So what, if a youth pastor is listening to this, or even a student's thinking, I need to tell my youth pastor we need to do this, like... Mm-hmm. Talk about that training. What are they going to get out of this? What is that going to look like? What's yeah. the focus of that? Well, a couple of things. You know, if you're, um, I think we've all been a part of some sort of mission experience where we had a um, an emotional experience. We felt things. We saw things. But we left that experience not really knowing why we did it, um, what the purpose was, or maybe we just served people and. Um, we didn't. Maybe you had an experience, or your kids have had an experience where they didn't engage. They didn't learn how to share their faith, or build relationships, or how to turn conversations. And um, and just backing up, um, one of the things that's really cool 
in our training is when we see students, we back up and explain what the gospel is. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, a lot of our we're asking our kids to share something, and a lot of them don't really know what to share. Mm-hmm. They don't really know what the gospel is, and we break that down into four um, main truths of what the gospel is, so that they know what they're sharing, and so that they be more confident in sharing when they know what the gospel is. So I love that part of our training and just giving them a biblical framework for why they're doing what they're doing. They're not just checking a box. There's a bigger thing going on here. It's outside of you and um, God's doing it and he's inviting you into it and he's going to finish the work and it's not about you. And so our training takes a kid and kind of escorts them out of this world where they think they're the center Mm -hmm. and then we plant them into a, an experience where they see, man, God is doing something big outside of me, and he's invited me into it. Mm-hmm. That gospel training is huge. Like, if we're all honest, listening, talking here in this room, everybody, we know that our students don't know the gospel as well as we want them to know it. And so mm-hmm. we focus on that at LaunchBox. We focus on that in anything we do at IGO. We want, we want students to own their faith. I mean, I... One way to say is our goal for students that come through IGO is the same as that youth pastor in the church. We want students who will graduate from high school and Mm -hmm. go to college, and they've owned their own faith. It's theirs. They know Mm -hmm. it. They know the gospel. They're living out that faith, and then they know how to share it with others. And and with that goal, everything at LaunchBox, everything that we do has always got that in mind. And that training is a huge part of that. And then it even... At LaunchBox specifically, we widen that training out to do some worldview building. Mm-hmm. And Kai's incorporated that into the schedule. Kai, talk about the worldview aspect of it. Sure. Yeah, so uh, a couple things. We don't necessarily do this every single year. It depends on schedule. Um, now with coronavirus, obviously, yep. it affects everything. It, it changes everything. It sure does. And so, um, But one thing we like to do is go on a tour of a temple or a mosque and you know, the purpose of that is not is not so much to, you know, they're not going to leave that tour being an expert on all things Islam or all things Hinduism, Buddhism, whatever. Um, but what it does is it eliminates a lot of the fear of the unknown that students come into the mosque. They see like, oh, these are, these are just people who are, you know, worshiping a very different God. They have a very different worldview than I do, but it takes away just that sense of fear and intimidation to where now when they go back to the apartment complex, they run into someone who is a Muslim. There's just a level of comfortability they have with that that maybe wasn't there before. And we also bring in a couple guys to do specific seminars on how to share the gospel with someone from a Muslim worldview or someone from a Hindu worldview, um, specifically guys that come from you know, countries or cultures that are neck deep in that background and have a good understanding of that. Um, and what that does, again, is it just it just allows them to approach internationals with a level of confidence, not that they fully understand, you know, their belief system and what they believe, but it gives them um, just a, a feeling of, yeah, I want to have a conversation with this person, and I'm not, I'm not scared or intimidated um, by doing that. And so... It is kind of a kind of a get your feet wet to international missions thing. I mean, we, we hope a lot of students will come to Launchbox and see and meet some folks from very unreached parts of the world and have a heart for, you know, the Great Commission and God's desire to take the gospel to every tribe and tongue. So it's a just a great way to kind of get your feet wet with international ministry. And if you think about when these students graduate high school and go to college, all the different 
people groups, internationals mm-hmm. that they'll meet from different mm-hmm. backgrounds. Launchbox is a preparation for them. It's not about that week. It's about how do we get these students to be able to share their faith mm-hmm. in, in any context. With, rest, with, for the rest of their life, yeah. Exactly. And so it's so it's so great to hear somebody, you know, like Emmanuel come in who's Indian and leads a church here in America, but he knows how to share the gospel with somebody from a Hindu background. So, mm-hmm. so helpful. Now, real quick, you guys, those tours, I know we have students that talk about how impactful that is. When mm-hmm. The first time they've ever gone into a mosque or they've gone into a Hindu temple or, or, or a Buddhist temple, it's very impactful. But, I mean, what on a rating scale, those tours versus a tour by Goja, mm-hmm. bus tour by Goja, like... It's hard to compare, right? It is very hard to compare. Yeah. Because the tours at the mosque and the temple, I mean, if you've done it once, it's very predictable. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bus tour of Igoja, yeah, it's different every it's year. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's, uh, the end result is the same, <laughs> but the journey is quite, quite different. And if you haven't yes. ever been to Igoja and had a tour of Igoja, we want you to come to a base camp really, really soon. So They are never the same and yet always disappointing. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Bus tour Igoja. Yes. Don't be a rude. So, uh, training, worldview building, and then we also, uh, a highlight of Launchbox is the worship times at night, where mm. we're... You know, I, John Piper's the one who said it, and let the nations be glad that book, that worship is the fuel and the goal of missions, that as we worship God, we are then fueled up to go and share this gospel, this greatness of God with the others around mm. us, and it's the goal. We want people to worship God. Mm. And so every night at Launchbox, we worship, we come together, we uh, sit under the teaching of God's Word, because that's like Brad was talking about, giving them a reason for why they're doing this mm-hmm. and why this is going to be more than just a trip. And then we have, uh, you know, worship leaders come in to lead us, which is a huge highlight of this because we've got we've had some really good ones. Kai, why don't you talk about the those worship experiences at Launchbox? Yeah, so I mean, one of the really cool things about the Fort Worth session specifically is we bring in this band called Somini, which is Somini, a group of. Congolese refugees that are living here in the U.S. now, which is just crazy, right? Because I mean, these guys were, you know, they were they're Christians. Their family come from a Christian family background, um, and so, you know, in some sense, they're they're already of like-minded faith and things like that. But at the same time, their their story and their status as refugees makes them very relatable to the people we're trying to reach out to and minister to, and so they have those stories. I and mean, if you listen to some of them have, you know, stuff like their village is being ransacked and they're like swimming across a river to get to safety top stuff. So they have very cool stories and they're um, very like-minded and they're they're very different, right? I mean, uh, ethnically, um, this their their background, like they're you would look at a, a typical student who would come to Launchbox and one of these Congolese refugees, and you you couldn't find. Hmm. two more different people on the planet, right? And yet there's a there's a shared love and commonality, of course, through mm-hmm. the gospel that's very real and very felt. And mm-hmm. when they're leading us in worship and they've got the kids up mm-hmm. dancing and just doing stuff that's very different. Very from different from what they've experienced yes. the Sunday before. Very different. Um, but then the... Uh, <laughs> But there's, but that's very welcome and that's very appreciated, and so it's mm-hmm. a, it's a very special time. I think um, 
getting to be led by those guys. And then, you know, in San Antonio, um, last uh, year we had Nick Ganey, who's just a obviously a great. He's not player. Congolese. He's Is not, that what you're no, telling he's us? Not okay. Congolese. Um, but uh, but no matter where we go, I mean, we try to just implement a very quality worship service that has you know just a good worship leader and solid teaching um, for the students to engage. And there's, man, there's something too about just like. And you've, if you've, you're listening, you've, you've probably experienced this where when you've spent a, a day or, or a week really serving and sharing the gospel, then when you gather for that next worship service, there's just a, there's just a different feel to that, right? Where like the things you're singing about and declaring, well, you've been out focused on those things at a more heightened level than what you would have in kind of your day-to-day life and so um just makes those times really really special and really sweet it's just part of that seeing how big god is mm-hmm. like you're getting a, a, a more clear picture of the greatness and this huge plan that god has for all the nations and yeah there's something really really special about that for sure so at fort worth we have psalmony led by jeff joseph mutu the ambassador king Kombe, the ambassador <laughs> and in san antonio we have nick <laughs> I think we ought to put that on a poster somewhere. There you go. Uh, we, yeah. we love Launchbox. We started this like six, seven years ago, and it's, it's grown. There's more and more churches coming to this. There's so many things that we could talk about. We could go on and on and talk about the different aspects. We haven't even told stories about mm-hmm. where we've met people from you know, different parts of the world, all these different kinds of things. We're going to continue to talk about in these other episodes. But I think as great as that week is, the the thing that really drives it for me and guides it for me is the fact that we're always pointing these students to go back home and live mm-hmm. this out. To, mm-hmm. Like, hey, you're doing this here because this is the need here. In your hometown, what's the need? Mm-hmm. How do you meet those needs so that you can open doors to share the gospel with the people that are around you all the time? And that's the goal. That's, that's what we all want to see happen. And mm-hmm. that's Launchbox is named for that purpose, and that's mm-hmm. the vision of it. Brad, like... Talk about that. Like, how, how have we seen that happen, or how, do, how can you anticipate seeing that happen as, as students get this experience and it launches them back home? Well, everything we're talking about here is um, these students are, their view of the entire world changes when they are bumping into people from all over the world, especially if this is their first time. Mm-hmm. A lot of uh, the students, and this is their first time, this is the first time they're seeing maybe or getting to know people from another country. Right. And um, then they're going to see that, the, that the, the mission is bigger. So their view of the world gets bigger, and that changes their view of their own world. So when they go back home, they've got a bigger view of what God's doing. God's bigger. The church is bigger. Um, and then that, that translates to them owning their faith and owning their call to be a part of the mission. Because when they see how big it is, and they see that it's not about them, and they see how big God is and what He's doing, they want to be a part of that at home. Yep. And that that doesn't just happen. Mm-mm. It's built into what we're doing. And Kai's built that into the schedule. It's built that into the plan. Kai, like, what is that going to look like for a youth pastor? Yeah, mm. I mean, hopefully just the evangel everything would play a part of that, right? Sure. Like, just kind of the as you go, we're always kind of coming back to that reality of, hey, guys, remember, this isn't just about checking a box. This is you learning how to live on mission, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Um, but specifically in the schedule, we have a session after lunch for student ministers to meet with their students to just talk about that, you know, just to 
rightful focus on, hey, we're learning these things, we're doing these things. Some of you guys have shared the gospel, you've served in these different ways. Man, is there stuff like that right in our backyard that mm-hmm. we should be taking advantage of that we could engage on a more regular basis? Um, and then also there's a kind of a, you know, I say it's a surprise. Now it's not going to be after I say this. <laughs> Spilling the beans here, but um, we, at the beginning of each worship service, we pray for another country. We kind of focus on, a, you know, an unreached part of the world and the needs there and, you know, spend some time praying for that to open the worship service. Well, then that last night, we kind of we kind of flip it. What we really do is we pull the old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. Mm. And we put the the towns that the students come from on the screen and have a prayer time for mm. them as they go to go back home and engage on mission where they live. As we launch them mm. and send them and commission them and all those things. So, Brad, just real quick, like. If you are a church and you've been to LaunchBox before, there's no need to come again, though, right? Wrong. Oh. False. So who, who should come? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just uh, back up a minute. Lance, everyone should come. Everyone. Everyone okay. should come to LaunchBox just, and experience LaunchBox. I felt like I had to circle back because it kind of got lost for me a little bit. And I Male, did. female. What? Yeah. Greeks? Everyone. Okay. (laughs) So who would be on the list of people that should not come to LaunchBox? (sighs) (laughs) So that's one of the things I love about it, and I know we're kind of joking around, but we have churches that have been four, Mm -hmm. five years. They come. This is what they do now because it's Mm -hmm. a – there's connections, there's experience that they're getting, and there's students that are growing up wanting to go to LaunchBox and engage the nations. And it's, I mean, it's so easy. It's so low cost. It's like Brad said, it's close to home. It's mm-hmm. just a few, few days. And and it's a reminder. I mean, in 20-plus years of doing this, we've seen students come back to our training again and again and again, and they say, I had forgotten that, or I needed the reminder. I needed to be retrained. We have to retrain our mind. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a great reminder, but it's a great introduction. And there's, any a, student. there's such a heightened sense of their listening and engaging mm-hmm. at an event like yep. Launchbox that's yep. just not there right. on a typical Wednesday night or Sunday morning, right? Like mm-hmm. you're, you know you're about to be sent out and you're going to be expected to go meet someone and share your faith. Well, you're listening and engaging that training mm-hmm. on a level that you, yeah. that you normally wouldn't, right. you know? Because right. a lot of the stuff we teach is it's probably... It's not. It's the same concepts they hear their whole life growing up in the church. But there's a there's a sense of them um, listening in a way that they might not always engage it in. Yeah. I, we've yeah. had we've had former students on our podcast that have said that exact thing. Right. Oh, I, I grew up hearing this in my church, but mm-hmm. when I was there and I was about to get on a plane, mm-hmm. I paid attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I realized I needed to know this stuff. I'm gonna do what you <laughs> yeah. told me. So join us at LaunchBox this spring break, this summer, next spring break, next summer. We want to see you there. Brad Cardwell, thank you for joining mm, yes. this show. Yes, come one, come all. This is this is what we needed, man. This is what the Live on Mission podcast needed. I'm going to bring in some good Greenville, Texas country mm. type music for you to, okay. uh, to close this episode out. Kai, it's always good to see the mayor. Mm. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time, this is the Live on Mission podcast. <laughs>